All right, so excited to sit down with you and hear more about your interview, Kayvel. Can you introduce yourself and tell us about yourself? So my name is Kayvel Brown. I'm a senior at Syracuse University studying information management and technology. Um, from Queens, New York, born and raised, and African American male, um, single parent home. Yeah, that's very Cool. Thanks for giving us a little background on who Kayvel is. Um, just jump right in. And the first question is, what is a hardship in your life that you may have faced, but maybe most people don't know about? Yeah. So going into my I'd say sophomore year of college, I received a letter saying that I wasn't returned to Syracuse University. And that was really hard for me because college was a place that I always dreamed of going to since since I was little. My mom had always put that in me and my brother's mind and in our hearts, like, you're going to college. And it was kind of like a ticket out because I'm from, um, I lived in the projects my whole life, um, just with my mom and me and my brother. And my mom had always stressed, like, you need to go to college and get a degree and and I kind of I caught I kind of saw college as a place of like a like a paradise of like this like awesomeness that I was going to experience and and it was like when I got here freshman year I was so not even not even freshman year I got summer start I was so hyped and I was so happy to be here and it's like looking back on it now being a senior I think it's one of the greatest decisions of my life but yeah when I received that letter um, because I I was really I was struggling and um I was struggling with civil engineering like pretty hard. Um, I wasn't being as diligent as I needed to be. Um, I wasn't used to the work ethic needed to do well in those classes. Um, and I really wasn't passionate about civil engineering either. But I mean, that, some of it is that some of that is excuse, some of that is real about like what I was going through at the time. But like when I received that letter, I was kind of devastated. I was I remember I was on the train going to I think I was going somewhere, and I and. <laughs> when I came home, they was I was like, they have Wi-Fi on the train. Now. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> so I read the email because I knew I knew I, I had been on I was on probation, but I knew I didn't do well that semester. Yeah, they sent me that letter. It's like you can't come back. Mm-hmm. And my dreams like kind of like shattered right in front of me. I was like, wow, this thing that I've I've been looking for and I've been, you know put that's been put in my heart and put in my mind since I was I don't know in like grade school just get, getting taken away, like taken away from me, I'm losing it, yeah. you know, and that, that was, that was really hard for me, like, it was really, it was really a grace of God that really got me through, I asked, I asked my, my line brother Ron, I was like, hey Ron, like, I'm not the greatest writer, and, but I really need your help, you know what I mean, because, um, I, this, 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 um, this letter is really gonna, like, make, you know, because who, who knows where I'd be, like, you know, how my life would have turned out different if that letter would have stuck, I got it back and it said, like, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're able to come back to Syracuse, but on the condition of you can't get less than a B or like a, either a C or something like they had a, a condition and yeah, and that, that really hit me with a wake up call of one, like, yeah, I really need to, I really need to buckle down with my academics as well as like just be more serious about everything and just take everything more, just more. More seriously, not for granted, because I was blessed to come here because with all the financial aid that I've gotten, all the support that I've gotten, and kind of coming from where I've come from, everybody's like, you know, we're kind of like me and my brother, like, like first generation, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's like, yo, Kayla, you got to do this. Like, you know, everybody's looking up, and I can't, I can't, I can't fit. That's, I can't let down people who've been sewn into me since day one, like, trying to prepare me for this. So that was, that was a pretty hard time. It turned around so quick, like, that one moment turned around so quick because... I was given a second chance. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's crazy to think that that's your sophomore year. You're just now starting to get your feet wet. Freshman year is out of the way. I've kind of known my way around campus. I'm getting it, and then all of a sudden, it's like, man, this opportunity is gone. With that, have, getting told that, and even in a situation where you're like, shocked like oh wi-fi like how did you even manage to stay grateful even with this possibility of not knowing um, if you could go back to school hmm. and then getting it back um, i think i just had i had to i had to realize that like you know you, you got you gotta you gotta appreciate the things that are given to you in your life yeah. and i had to sing myself i was like yo i'm i'm here for a reason and um yeah, like you have you like that's. I mean, it, it's it's been a it's been a growing thing since since then. Like even even the semesters after, like I didn't do the best that I've ever could have. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, I've, I've done better and I've like changed habits and I've definitely come a long way. But but I, I always said like yo like I, I had that reality check of like yo this could this could be gone. So that's why like it made me cherish it more. Um, and just knowing where I wanted to be in my life and knowing what I wanted to do, I was like, you know, things things have to change as well as like, like I need to appreciate what's what's put in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just going just going through like, I don't know, just going back home sometimes, and I'm seeing dudes I grew up around the block, and you know they're doing this that, and the third, or you know where my mom is, or. Or like I get reality checks all the time. Like I was in class the other day, and I was, I'm, t- I'm taking anthropology, and we talk, and we was looking about the Darfur situation in Africa. It's, it's in Sudan, and they they having like a civil war about like resources and stuff like that. And like I'm looking at how these people live. I'm like they don't even have plumbing, they don't have anything. And I'm like first world problems. Like you know what I'm saying? Like how, how like yeah. I remember I had a conversation with you about like minimalism, and I was like I have so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, I need to cherish it. Like, there's, there's, so, there's so many times I've I been be getting guilt, guilty about that. I'm like, I have so much. Like, I could I could be doing more. I could cherish this better. I could make more use of my time. Or, you know, but it's just, it's constant. There's it's always things, like, that I, that I just experience or I witness that always keep me, like, yo, you should be, you got to be grateful for what you have because not everybody has that and you've been blessed and... You guys just gotta cherish it. Like that's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, after that, it was just, it was just really staying like, okay, like I, that's not gonna happen again. Like I have, I have to finish this out. Um, and then, I mean, that drags into a whole bunch of things of me not being defined by my failures and my shortcomings and getting past that, as well as like. Um, not being the final major, my GPA, like I was, I was hurt about that for a while, um, and I just had, to, I had to shift focus on what, like what, what's important to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still do that now. Like I still agree about. Like I think everybody goes through like prioritization of like what's, you know, what's one, one through five on my list. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, remember that that one to three spot might be solidified always, but that those rest of those spots kind of juggle up in the air. Um, but yeah, I think. Yeah, so de- definitely for you, just to continue to get, understand, like for you, you feel like one being able to appreciate the things that you've been given really helped you manage to stay grateful, and then like two, also having this reality check, whether that was a reality check through a letter or an email that you got, but also like from being able to go home, having that reality of yeah, this is what SU, a Syracuse University, is, and what it means to be in college, but then. 
I go home to the projects and this is reality for them. You yeah. know, just kind of like that reality check and like you said with your family is too. This is your relationship that you have. I know how, how close you are with like your mom and your brother. Um, so having that as another form of reality check, but then even thinking about grander scale, man, I think about other countries and what they're facing and I, and I study these things in class. I learn about these, but these are real lives that are going through these things right now yeah. and being able to contrast that against yourself. Am I being grateful for what I have compared to what? For example, first world countries, we complain about, <laughs> we always complain about, and it's men, how people wish they could even have those things. More so what we have. Yeah, I love that. Even a morsel, you know? And so even for you, it's just really being able to kind of do like a self-reflection of seeing where you're at for you, and then seeing what you have and being able to be grateful for those things has definitely helped you. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So... I mean, you listed a lot of examples of what's helped you stay grateful despite hearing, man, I might not be able to go back to SU and go to college and just have that that privilege of being able to walk across the stage. Um, What are some other examples that, like, you're grateful for in your life, even despite things that have happened? I'm grateful for um, my internships that I've had. I say that because it's it's giving me a sense of independence, like financially, and I've been able to take a lot of burden off my mom. Um, people who support you, making time for them. You know, I was reading the scripture the there and it's like God be, you know, calls us to be a slave to others, and people take that literally like be a slave. You know? <laughs> no, it's like it's like serve your time, yeah. you know. And that, that's something that I work on, just making time for my family, people support me, people care about me. So I can get caught up in, uh, get a job, <laughs> get enough work for me. <laughs> I'm just being really grateful for the things that matter. It's rough though. Right? I mean, at this, this point, so I still struggle, you know what I mean? Still get upset. But, um, Thanks so much, Kevo, for just being real about those things in your life. Um, The good, the bad, the ugly, that no matter what, you strive to, like, be grateful, I think. Um, I don't know, that's just so inspiring, you know, that you are able to still lean on gratitude to persevere. As we were talking about the other day about persevering and um, just not giving a and choosing to love people through your gratitude. So I'm thankful for you um, and just taking time out of your day, man, to just be open about what you're grateful for. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. It's therapeutic. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> but thanks.